All right, so just this past month, we had another opportunity to go down uh, to Puerto Penasco to help with I-68. We were there for a build, um, but we really got some excellent opportunities to spend time uh, with the people that we're gonna be working with at Ponda Vida, the feeding center. So we got to have a birthday celebration for one of the husbands for the women that work there, and that was excellent. Um, a lot of the husbands have been really disengaged, so sort of getting him in the door with uh, some birthday cake uh, worked out really well, and we had an excellent evening of fellowship. Uh, another fun story that I wanted to share with you from that trip was uh, on our second day of the build, um, we, after we had lunch, we had a little bit of extra time while we were waiting for uh, some of the work to be finished. And so the family that we were building for, they had two younger kids and they wanted to go play some soccer at a soccer field that was like just around the corner from their house. Uh, so they've got this cheap little dollar store ball and they're like, hey, come, come play soccer with us. And we're like, yeah, we would love to do that. We actually have a, a proper soccer ball in our, our car if we can bring that. And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. And so we're out there and we're playing soccer and we're having a fun time with these kids. And it, God just, I felt sort of blasted with this um, reverence of his, in his providence. Farron was a soccer player in high school. She was um, really, really good at it. And I, I was like, I walked up to her and I was like, if we were to go up to your 16 year old self and say, you know, when you're 32, you're gonna be out here playing soccer on the mission field. How would you how would you have responded to that? And so, you know, this is cross train. We're being trained for the mission. And that can be, that's going to be in Doug's message today when we talk about the righteousness that we've been restored to, that is in the soccer that you guys are playing. Whatever it is, God is equipping you uh, for his mission. So I'm gonna read out of uh, 1 Corinthians 9, uh, verse 24. Do you not know that those who run the race all run, but only one receives a prize? No, no participation trophies in Corinth, I guess. Run in such a way that you will win. Everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things, and they do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we receive an imperishable one. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air, but I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others, I may myself not be disqualified. Take your training seriously. And the other thing that I just wanted to share was about the house build specifically. Uh, so we built for the Morinow family. I'm not sure if we have pictures of them, but um, we built for this family. And uh, Monday morning, we dedicated their house. And that Monday was exactly one month uh, to the day from when they lost their son to suicide. And so it was just a, a very emotional build. They were still very much in the midst of of grief. Um, when we met them the first morning, uh, we prayed for them on uh, the dirt that would soon become the foundation of their house. And when they introduced themselves, uh, Renee, first, he didn't first introduce himself or even his wife or his kids. He first introduced his son who had passed away. He had a photo and he ended up have, hanging that photo up at the job site uh, the entire time and then moved it into the house for the dedication. So still just very much a part of, of their life um, and definitely in the midst of grieving. But what was really neat is just, again, to see that God does not waste suffering. Um, so my uh, uncle committed suicide in October. Um, and while I was not super close to my uncle, I was very, I am very close to my grandparents. And so I have been walking through that journey of grief with them since October. 
And so just being able to really feel that pain with this family was incredibly impactful for them and for me. Um, and to know that God had put us for that build there for a purpose. And so just you, you know, to encourage you guys that your suffering is not wasted. Your fun is not wasted, your biblical training, but neither is your suffering. That God will use all of that in his economy for his glory. And then I also just wanted to share a little bit of, of the encouragement that we were able to share with them. Um, so the morning came of the, of the dedication, and we knew that there would be opportunities for us to, to share words of encouragement with the family. And I spent a lot of time in the Word, and I just was struggling to know what, what do you say to somebody who is hurting so profoundly, so deeply. Um, and being a nurse... Um, my first stethoscope I ever got, I uh, engraved, I got to engrave the little, you know, head of the stethoscope, and I put 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4 on it, but I'm going to actually read 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5. Um, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the suffering of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. And that morning um, before the dedication, we went to Panda Vida and we helped them cook. And what, we were outside and we were just, uh, him and I by ourselves, the women were inside cooking. We were wiping off the benches. They'd be clean for when they came. And I was, we were just talking, like, what do we share with them? Like, I want to share this verse, but where, what does that comfort mean? Like, what, is that really just for the here and now? And, and as we were just pondering, like, it, there's so much more hope than just, like, this will get better. Like, this will get easier. There's so much more hope than that. And so that's what we were able to share with them, to share that verse that, and, and part of what we were reflecting on, even on our drive down there, we were doing our theology homework, and we were studying Christology. So we were studying about God, Jesus being fully God and fully man, and we were learning about Jesus' suffering. Um, and that that allows him to be our great high priest. He understands us. And so God can, like, that's where the comfort is. God is with us in our suffering. But the fact that he is with us is because he suffered. He had to make a way. The only way that we can have peace with God is because of Jesus. And it just hit me that God gave his one and only son so that he could be with the Morinow family when they lost theirs. And that is, like, Emmanuel, God with us. That is the hope, that is the comfort, and that's what we were able to share with them when we were down there. So thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to close this in prayer. Uh, I would like to encourage you. We're probably going to be doing a trip down there where we're going to be bringing you guys, as, as, many of you as, was, as many of you as would like to go, either in April or May. We have to, to iron out some of the details. But if you're interested in doing that, please, please, please go get your passport. That's one of those things that takes some time, so starting that earlier is better. Father God, we, we thank you so much for the opportunity to go down and uh, be your representatives uh, at Ponda Vida and with I-68. Um, Lord, we, we thank you so much um, for the, the training that we receive and the suffering we receive. Uh, we know that you work all things out uh, to the good of those who are called according to your will, and for your glory, Lord. And we know that it is all for your glory. Um, so I pray that you, you remind us of that and you keep that close to our hearts. In the name of your Son, amen.